Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. We can all tell stories of God's faithfulness, the way he has provided for us, the way he's come through for us, protected us. We have stories to tell. We've witnessed that. And so this song is really about remembering that and then helping other people see this is who God is. So now I'm going to testify to God's goodness and faithfulness. We're joined today by Christian Stanfill. He is a Christian, a singer, songwriter, and a worship leader with Passion Music. Now they recently released their new album. It was recorded at this year's Passion Conference, which saw over 30,000 students in attendance today on Connections. Christian is going to share a little bit about that experience, what it was like to worship in front of this large crowd of young people and what he experienced from this next wave of worshipers. We're joined today by Christian Stanville. He's a singer, a songwriter, as well as a worship leader with passion. You guys have recently released a new album. It's called I've Witnessed. And that title right away drew me in. And I was like, well, what have they witnessed? So tell us a little bit about that title and why you chose to go with that. Yeah, well, it's great to be with you guys today. First of all, this is awesome. Um, Yeah, we're we're really excited about this project. Um, I've witnessed it is a song on the project, but ended up being one of those anchor moments at Passion 2023. And it just felt like the right call to to title the record, I've Witnessed It. Um, one, because the song, which is all about witnessing the faithfulness of God, um, I think uh, we can all tell stories of God's faithfulness, the way he has provided for us, the way he's come through for us, protected us. We have stories to tell. We've witnessed that. And so this song is really about remembering that and then helping other people see this is who God is. So now I'm going to testify to God's goodness and faithfulness. So that that's what the song is about. But then as a record, you know, <clears throat> To title the record, I've witnessed it, is really to say, like, we witnessed God do something at Passion 2023 in Texas and in Atlanta. We saw God do uh, beautiful, amazing, miraculous things. And a lot of that we captured in this project. I've witnessed it. And you hear it. You hear the students sing. You hear our, you know, the Passion Music leading, Carrie and Cody, David Crowder, Brandon Lake, all these amazing worship leaders. Uh, these moments we captured live. So now you can witness it. It's out and now you can <laughs> you can witness what God did. And that is what's so great about this album is that it is live and that you recorded it at this Passion Conference. For our listeners who don't know what a Passion Conference is, can you just share a little bit? It's it's stunning. It's amazing. There's a lot of people there, a lot of young people. Yeah, there is. Uh, we've been gathering college students since 97. 1997 was the first year we gathered college students. I wasn't there. I was 14, so not there. But um, every year we have a conference where we gather college students from all over the world, really, the United States and then all over the world come just to sit under the teaching of the Word of God, the authority of the Word of God, and to worship God, to sing to God. Um, and to stand in the gap and contend for this generation and to pray for revival and salvation to sweep across the campuses of our of the world. And it's such a beautiful picture every time we gather. Um, we, you know, we, have, we gather in these big arenas and um, sometimes we're at the football stadium here in Atlanta. 
Um, but it's so amazing to see how God comes to these students and even to us as worship leaders. He meets with us individually and uniquely and speaks so personally to every person in the room like only God can. Um, so it's it's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful picture of what God is doing in the world right now. And um, you you hear a bit of it on this project for sure. What is that like, Mike, you just mentioned, like God even reaches you as the worship leaders. What is that like to worship for that next generation and to be a part of this? Yeah, well, that's what I, I really want people to know is that we are we're writing these songs because we need to sing them just as much as we want this generation to sing them. So when we sing these songs, like I've witnessed it and it's all about you and here it is or who is like the Lord or Sean leading another glimpse. These are ways that we, we're leading our own soul to these truths. We're singing and saying, God, we want to be transformed by this truth first and then transform this room, make this room, everybody in this room more like you. And so we're in it with these students. We might be a little bit further down the road in years and an experience of life, maybe a little bit, but we're, we're in the sanctification process right alongside these students. And so um, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of a part of that moment. Um, and to, to be able to, to, to be in a position of leadership and lead a generation um, that God so clearly has his hand on and is bringing so much um, spiritual fruit into the world through this generation. It is a tremendously humbling thing and honoring thing. That's incredible. Um, I would love to hear what you've noticed about these new wave of worshipers as you sing. Well, I think, first of all, they want something real. So um, they they, I say they, we, I, I would put myself in this category. Um, I want something real. I want to know that we, we can cut through all of the religious talk and the church talk. And this is, this is real right now. This is who God is. This is what's happening right now. This is truth. Um, there's so much relativity out there. Like what is truth? What even is truth right now? Well, we have the word of God. We have scripture. We have um, God's message to us as his people um, in written form. And so we're, I think that that would be one of the key things that I notice right now is, um, you know, we have a lot of uh, amazing design around what we do at Passion, staging, lights, really cool elements and content, all of that just to reflect the beauty of God, honestly, that's always been a value of passion when we do things is to reflect the beauty of God. And that's one of the ways we do that. But at the core of it, we want to come back to God is who he says he is. He wants to meet with us and transform us and make us more like Jesus. Um, so I think that that is one of the key like desires I see in this generation. Um, it's one of the things that I'm after as well. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here a little bit and just say, sometimes, I'm not going to name any names, the worship music in the last, let's say, decade can sound a little more like rah, rah, rather than we worship you, God. But this sort of project really brings it back to the heart of worshiping God rather than putting the onus. Is that mm. fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I think we need both. I think we need the um, the big songs of faith, the anthemic songs of faith. I think that's important. Um, 
I think that does enlarge our view of the possibility of what God can do. I think those are beautiful. Um, but again, you know, it's what we were just talking about. I think it's it's also important to have those. Song. We have a song on this record called Here It Is. And the chorus of the song, all it says is, I worship you. I worship you. You're the one I love. You're the one I choose. I worship you. And so you can have these big moments of worship where the whole room is singing. And it's like you said, it's like just this is look at the this um, this great assembly of God's people singing to God. But then you also have that. It comes down to a choice. I worship you, Jesus. You're the one I love. You're the one I choose. And that comes down to like right here, like to me in my seat where I am. I have to I have to decide, can I sing that honestly to God? So I think it's I think it's both and I think if we lean too heavy on one or the other, um, we're um, we're losing a piece of it in the mix. I would love to hear your thoughts, Christian, on the Asbury College outpouring. Yeah. Well, I got the chance to be there um, a few weeks ago. Uh, well, gosh, I guess it's been over a month ago now, but um, it was such a beautiful time. Um, I got to be there for a few hours. I drove up that morning and then drove back that night. It's like just a quick trip. Um, and to be in the room, I, uh, some of the things, some of my takeaways, um, there's no hype. Um, it wasn't overproduced. There was nothing slick about it. It was um, all different kinds of people, all different walks of life, um, just showing up to worship God. It was a, it was a patient pursuit and a soaking in the presence of God. And it was so beautiful. Um, it was just a reminder to me, and I've, I've talked to a few people about this after I was there, but um, it was a reminder to me that God has done all the work for us to come into his presence. Through Jesus, through the cross and through the resurrection, we have access to the presence of God. When we put our, our when we call on the name of Jesus and put our faith in Jesus, right? So all that work has been done. It is finished. That's what Christ said on the cross. It is finished. So to come into the presence of God, we come through that open door. Um, there sometimes, and maybe I'll just speak for myself. I feel like I have to jump through certain hoops or do certain things correctly or um, phrase things in a right way. Or even when we're singing corporately is the set list flow. And God's like, no, all of that stuff is just ancillary white noise. What I really just want is your heart. I just want you to come to me through the open door of Jesus into my presence, into my goodness and go, I'm just here for you. Whatever you want to say to me, whatever you want to speak to me, however you want to change me, transform me, I'm here. Um, so it was it was a really beautiful, beautiful time. And the spirit on that campus, as soon as you pull on the campus, it's, you're, you're in it. And um, it's very, very beautiful. And a few of us got to go from Passion City Church. A few of us got to go at different times and it was um, really impactful. Speaking of transformation and impact, we did mention we wanted to talk a little bit about you. You brought something up very personal, very vulnerable on Instagram uh, late last year about your own journey in life. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to be as open and honest about it as I can um, on social media. But um, uh, so November 9th, 2022, I hit two years of sobriety. 
um, which uh, was a big milestone for me and my family. And the reason I wanted to be honest with, obviously I had waited two years. I hadn't said anything about this process that I was in, but it got to the point where I was meeting enough people and talking to enough people and realizing that so many people on this journey or on a similar journey feel like they're the only ones on on that road. They're the only ones walking through whatever um, valley or struggle or brokenness. They're the only ones on that road. And I just wanted the chance to say with whatever platform I have, you're not alone. There is a community of people out there that A, want to help you and B, want to walk with you. Um, so that, that was, that was, um, that was the reason for sharing it. And um, it's been uh, hard at times for sure. Um, but uh, where we are now, um, God has been so good. And the process, again, the process of sanctification and personal revival and me and my family is just, it's, it's been amazing. And I, it, it's weird to say this, but um, it's been the hardest thing that we've ever been through. But I also I consider it a gift at this point mm-hmm. in my life that, that God would bring us through this and transform me and our family in the way that he has. I'm really grateful for it. It's absolutely beautiful what can come out of that. Um, has mm-hmm. this impacted the way you go about your music being through that journey? Absolutely. Um, so last year, uh, around that time in November, I actually released a project, um, an artist project called Make It Out Alive. Um, and basically, it's a sonic journal of <laughs> the mm-hmm. last two and a half years of my life, processing through recovery and addiction and um, all the relationships that, um, have formed or strengthened or deepened along the way. So uh, I'll put that record out. Um, and I th- it's been really helpful in opening doors, like to have conversations with people. Um, and then, uh, also just as a worship songwriter, again, back to the vulnerability and the authenticity piece, um, bringing that kind of life experience and that, um, intimacy with Jesus in that way into writing worship songs for the church. Um, all, and I think that's one of the reasons why this record, this passion record feels a little bit different for, for, for all of us, because we have walked through some life together. We've, we've been through uh, a, a lot of, some of us are still in it. So it, this, there's not like a pretty bow at the end mm-hmm. of a lot of this stuff. It's like, we're all kind of still walking through some of this stuff. Um, but we're bringing all of that to the table as we're creating and as we're leading. Um, and so, yes, it, it is definitely affected and changed and deepened the creativity when it comes to writing worship songs or even leading worship for sure. Really appreciate your vulnerability. I think it allows other people to be vulnerable as well and to know that we are human beings infallible, right. And, uh, or sorry, fallible and, and praising, <laughs> praising our God at the same time. Um, speaking of this passion project, any favorite songs on this record? Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, that's always so hard. Um, it, it really is when you ask that. I'm like, I have four kids. It's like asking me, like, which one of your four kids do you love more? It's like, well, I love all of them. They're just different kids. They just, I experience them and love them in different ways. Um, my favorite song, probably on the project right now. You ask me next week, it might change, but. Um, is a song that Sean leads called Another Glimpse. And where it happened in the conference was such a holy moment. Um, and I really feel like through that that melody and lyric, Sean pulls back the curtain a bit in the throne room and lets us just 
come into the majesty and the glory of that kind of you know angelic worship it's just beautiful so i love i love that song and um and i love sean sean is my bro and i'm so proud of him and i love him and i love his voice in this generation so i love that song right now what's up next for passion well um record is out we we have um church happening every sunday here in atlanta uh, which is um awesome um we have a couple of conferences coming up our pastor louis giglio is doing a, a conference for for communicators called speak we're doing a conference for worship leaders and worship uh, church creatives called lift conference and we have e- you know easter's coming up so we have a lot that we're we're dreaming about and doing throughout the year um but it's an amazing team and we love doing it together for those interested in learning more about this new album learning more about you how can they go about doing that uh passionmusic.com um passion music on all the socials and all that um kp stanfield is where you can find me on instagram and all that stuff so check out the music and um, i hope it's helpful and it encourages people for sure thank you so much for making time for us today we really do appreciate it thank you guys thanks for having a conversation and thank you so much for joining us and for listening today don't forget to subscribe we'll talk to you again on connections